At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Winner, winner, chicken dinner! This is Straight out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. This is Straight Out of Vegas. Oh, you're going to be very disappointed when you realize we are not coming to you live from the Vegas Strip, but from the rural county of, let's see, what county am I in? McLean County, Oklahoma. There's got to be bookies there. There's a casino we can walk to. I'm not even kidding. You can walk out my door. Now, we're going to get our steps in for Fed, but you could literally walk from my uh, Oklahoma studios and be at the Riverwind Casino in eh, probably 30 minutes, two-minute car drive. But no, not the not the Vegas Strip. I I have been so perplexed by this week. Can I get a Grinch out real quick before we go? Welcome into Straight Out of Vegas. Uh, we've got you for four hours. I don't know. Does this show magically go from being Straight Out of Vegas in hour one to the Bernie Fratto show in hour two? It'll be the Is, Plank Show for three hours. Plank Show this. for three hours. Let's go. Um, this and again. I'm, I'm never someone, and this is, I mean, I think Bernie would never miss a show. I'm kind of shocked that this slot came open this, this weekend, and uh, I'm pumped to be sitting in here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome. Uh, BT's running the show. Perfet is here. It's like he's my co-host tonight. I've never worked with Nick Cope before, but after hearing that update, he has set a high level of standard and perfection and performance tonight, so let's go. But it, I'm a big college football guy. 
right? And, and I appreciate Aaron Torres, AT with the love. I'm the sideline guy for the OU Radio Network. But so much more than that, right? I mean, I've, I've, I work on uh, – I work all over the, the, the globe, if you will, the radio globe when it comes to covering college football. I love it. I, I still don't understand – the fight against like the popularity of college football. In other words, why why was this like a vacation week for people? Why would there be anyone that would want to take? I get it. Memorial, uh, not Memorial Day. Excuse me. Labor Day is on Monday, but it's the first Monday after a full weekend of college football. It's it's the first Friday leading in to the first weekend of college football. I mean, this is we do stupid list radio all summer long. All summer long, I feel like that the greatest individual performance I've ever seen in a game is when Kobe scored 60 in his final game. Well, I think you're crazy. The greatest individual performance I ever saw was when, I don't know, uh, Barry Bonds hit 73 in a season. Well, let's get your calls on. I mean, we do this stupid S all off season. And even during seasons for sports, we fight over greatest teams. We fight over individual performances. We fight over who's got the choke gene and who's got the championship DNA. I mean, it's just, it, it becomes, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's why we do this, but it's almost like a, a, a practice and repetition. It's just, you do the same stuff over and over and over. And then you finally have games. Right, you you have games to talk about. I mean, listen, we're we're here on a Saturday night into a Sunday morning, and obviously in the the Central and Eastern time zone, we're already on to Sunday morning. But I, I mean, I, I don't understand why anyone would say game week. I'm out. Break time because Thursday night, Christmas Fett, when I first dialed in, the first game we talked about wasn't a game today. No, it was Thursday. Backyard Pit, brawl, baby. The backyard brawl was incredible. Incredible. 11 years in the making. They should never be allowed to part again. Did they fill that whole stadium full of students? Let's they, discuss. They did. They, did. <laughs> they, they must have. And yet at the same time, they also ran out of beer before halftime. Oh, too. did they really? <laughs> yes, they ran out. I saw it from someone at The Athletic. They Ugh. ran out of beer. I yeah. think – I'm not going to get used to this. Acrisure Stadium I, I still misunderstood – just how much beer people from West Virginia drink. I guess from my perspective, quick little sidebar, I don't know how that happens. I really don't. I don't know how you could host a game and run out of beer whenever it involves schools like West Virginia and Pitt in a rivalry game that hasn't played in 11 years. Funny, you it got me thinking whenever LSU traveled to Morgantown, when Dana Holgerson was there, I, everything in my memory, in my mind, is like, oh, that's just a couple years ago, and you'll probably look it up, and it was probably like a decade ago. Anyway, um, they ran out of beer in like the first quarter because they underestimated LSU fans. How can we do that? But anyway, back to the point. Which, by the way, like we also somehow – Ireland didn't run out of Dublin Stadium did not run out of beer right. even when their point of sale was letting people get free beer and somehow Pittsburgh runs out, runs of, out beer of beer for the biggest rivalry that's been on ice these teams have been playing since the 19th century and it's been on ice for 11 years and you should have known that these two teams were coming here and they were coming in hot yeah it makes no sense but anyway back to the point I I just I never understood Finally getting to game week and and hearing people that are like, ah, I'm out. Football NFL's next week. I need to recharge the batteries. See, whenever you have fights over playoff expansion, 
right? And and, and I, am I going to have to listen to the Rob Parker promo all night long? I mean, listen, we've had the same four teams in the NFL and the same four teams in the NBA and the same two teams. No one seems to have a problem with it. You have, you've had, oh, we have the same four teams. No, you've had Alabama and Ohio State. Clemson was out this year. You get Cincinnati in there and everyone bitches and moans about that. It's like, oh, gosh. I got to watch Cincinnati play. So I, I'm, I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for that tonight. But it, it beyond the the expansion of the four team playoff maybe i should understand like this battle that college football fights for that 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 spot in your depth chart whenever a the college football presidents drop news like that on the friday before the opening weekend and then half of the opinion makers in the sports world are like ah we're out we're going to take this a uh, couple of days off recharge those batteries for the nfl this is why college football to a certain degree well why they're doing it is money but they still battle a national identity problem. They do. And, and for me, I've never understood it. Now, part of it, part of it is the regionality of the sport. And I, I, it's grown past that, in my opinion. But yet, if you're to have a conversation with someone in New York and, and maybe in the, in the Northeast, boy, you talk college football to some, I'm not trying to paint everyone with a broad general brush, but you talk college football to some, and and you might as well be speaking a different language. It's just couldn't care less. Uh, unfortunately, you try to break down this USC or UCLA game with anyone on the West Coast tonight, and they couldn't see it because it's Pac-12 network, uh, but we digress. I just, college football still battles a problem with its spot on the depth chart, and it's, it's wildly frustrating. Uh, it, I, I don't, I've kind of accepted, maybe I'm getting old. Maybe it's my old age. Because in my mind, college football is a strong number two behind the NFL. And it's, it always has been. You would say, Plank, you live in a college town. You're right. I live in a college football state. I'm in flyover country. And apparently our opinion doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And that's fine. But even... Even in major markets like L.A., you know, with what USC and, and UCLA are, are are doing with their move to the Big Ten. And now Lincoln Riley out at USC. You look at some major markets like Dallas, that's Longhorn country, man. They love their Texas Longhorns. And college football is done blowed up with Texas A&M uh, and, and the Cruton they've done recently. And their move to the SEC. I mean, there's 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 the problem is most college football teams aren't linked to a big city, right? It, it, Atlanta today kind of rebuked that with what they've shown from Georgia over the last few years. But, you know, just kind of a little aside, a little rant, a, a little get my feet wet, a little it's, it's one in the morning in the central time zone, and I covered a college football game all day today. It was 999 degrees outside. I'll just never understand those that are out on the start of the college football season or pretend how s- s- some weight's below them. Listen, I don't have time for your silly college game. I've got the NFL to get to. Now, today was fun. Today was fun. Welcome into Straight Out of Vegas. My name is Chris Plank sitting in for Bernie Fratto tonight. We'll open it up at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. But I I threw a tweet out there. I love using Twitter on the overnight show because I, I feel like that 
when we're we're up this late and either A, you're post-gaming with me, uh, either B, let me see, what games do we still have going on? Uh, you're, you're trying to hope that your parlay hits because you're waiting on maybe Hawaii to rally against Western Kentucky in some way, shape, or form, or, or, or you've been waiting out weather delays and uh, in places like Starkville. I, I, I just, I, you're a diehard if you're still watching those two games is all I've got to say. But I love to get your reaction from the week that was. And so I threw it out on Twitter. It's very simple. It's very hacky. It's very low-hanging fruit, but it's a simple question. What really, what really was your biggest takeaway for the first full Saturday of college football? Now, I know we have two more games. Tomorrow night, you get Florida State and LSU, and we'll spend some time, an hour four, previewing that game. I think it's a fascinating game. And then on Monday night, you get a conference game between Clemson and Vautech. Did I say Vautech? Oh, my gosh. Georgia Tech. So you, you get two more games. And in, in a credit for those that want to dump on college football for the horrible slate in week zero, we ended up getting a great week one from Thursday games, Friday games, man, but a full slate today. And, and we'll get to Georgia and, and the great, I thought, performance from Notre Dame on the road. Uh, it, We'll get to all of it, but you, you still get a pretty good game on Sunday and you get a conference game on Monday. And then we've got co- we've got football on Monday until the final Monday night football game of the season, which is in the second week of January. So it's left lane hammered out. Listen, I all this college football to start things out doesn't mean that we're ignoring the NFL and it doesn't mean that we're ignoring some of the storylines heading into the season. It's just the reality that this was week one of the college football season and a lot of a lot of really cool things happened. <laughs> a lot of really neat things took place today in college football. But I it's a very simple question. Biggest takeaway. Biggest thing that stood out, biggest thing that caught your eye couple of things that maybe surprised you on this Saturday. I'll, I'll be honest with you, right out of the gates, I am utterly shocked at how non-competitive Oregon was today. Utterly shocked. I'm sitting here, you know, everyone's kind of trying to get their wits about him. Like we said, maybe you're leaving a stadium. Maybe you're hitting your, your third shift, a job, whatever it might be. I'm just in, in shock with how uncompetitive that Oregon was. Now, you pause and you realize Georgia's really good. <laughs> Georgia's really good. But in these early season games, you shouldn't have that kind of advantage over another top 15, top 20 team. I don't care who you are. Should be somewhat, should be like Notre Dame, Ohio State. And yes, I know Smith and Jigba got hurt for Ohio State and it changed everything, which should be concerning too if you're Ohio State that one guy was that important to an offense, but in the same vein, they were able to rally and get back to what Ohio State usually does in situations like that when their passing game doesn't get going. But don't let Notre Dame's solid performance on the road in Columbus and then Ohio State overcoming take away from the fact that Oregon was utterly and horrifically uncompetitive in their game against Georgia. And I'm not sitting here for four hours tonight to bash on Dan Lanning. It's game one. I'm not here to destroy Bo Nix, though some of you already have in your biggest takeaway from the first full Saturday of college football. I will say this. There is one stat that I think 
is starting to become irrelevant in college football. And I'm going to give you the, the handful of teams that it seems like it's becoming irrelevant for. It's becoming irrelevant for Georgia, Alabama, maybe in Texas A&M. Now, A&M's got to win something. Oklahoma is trying to get there. Texas is trying to get there. But let's just, Ohio State is definitely in that mix. So Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, A&M. Maybe I'll be able to sprinkle in a few others as we go along. But this whole starters lost that people like to throw out. Oh, do you see how many starters they lost? When you're recruiting at the level that those schools are, and I get it with the transfer portal, and the transfer portal has basically become, if you've got a good player at Tulsa or UTSA or Rice or Arizona State, you better be careful because as soon as you have a good season, you're off to greener pastures. But this whole idea of starting, oh my gosh, Georgia lost so many starts last year. I mean, look at the NFL draft, the number one pick in the draft, when Davis later in the first round. I, I mean, it wasn't a lot of offensive guys early, but when they went, they went from Pickens to White. And, and what does Georgia do? They do what every single fan of any team in sports wants to see their team do. There's not a rebuild. It's not a tank. There's a reload. And the fact that you're sitting here tonight, we got all the highlights coming up here at the bottom of the hour, but the fact that we're sitting here and we're looking at a final score from one of what, three games today that involved two ranked teams playing each other. And at preseason number 11 in the country, we're thinking, all right, this team should be pretty good. And you lose 49 to three. 49 to three. Now I was looking over the Georgia stats. Um, I don't think their five leading tacklers. Well, Ringo, Ringo. Okay. I think four of their five leading tacklers weren't guys that necessarily made an impact last year, which is crazy because you went up against a veteran offensive line from Oregon and they just smashed them. So ladies and gentlemen, please from here to four, whenever you try to give an analysis, analyses, if you will, on a team like Georgia or Alabama, Ohio State, maybe A&M in time, hopefully for a diehard like me, Oklahoma, I think Texas could get there. Shoot, what Dave Aranda's doing in Baylor after watching some of them today, maybe. Starters lost, snaps lost, nah. You're replacing dudes with dudes. There's not a lot of Jags out there. And that's not a bad thing. Because what have we learned? A Jag, just a guy. There's not a lot of guys that are out there playing for Georgia. There's dudes. And they buried Oregon today. So what was the days like for the books? What are we looking forward to this week whenever it comes to the the buzz and the numbers in college football? We'll get to it all coming up. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Plank Show. Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. It's a simple question for the four hours tonight. Biggest takeaway from the first full Saturday of college football. We'll relive the excitement of week one next. This is Fox Sports Radio. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I don't know how many. There should be a counter tonight. I might say that about a thousand times. The crazy thing is I usually have a plan when I work the overnights. And this is for Maller's show. I don't think I'll ever turn the Maller militia where they're like, that plank guy, he's okay. Because there is nobody, and I mean nobody, more protective of their guy than the Maller militia. But Number ha- one. Number one. I have a plan. It's usually I have, a, tonight the case is in my a West Point dad mug, because when your kid goes to college, everyone needs a mug that says, uh, my kid goes to school here, what'd you do? But I got my uh, cup of coffee, and then I've got my uh, two Bud Ice Tall Boys. And depending on how the first segment goes, it's either, all right, we're sticking with the coffee, or this is going to be a miserable failure for four hours, so let's just get drunk. Uh, The good news is we're off to a good start. So uh, unless something fails miserably when we uh, open up the phone lines in hour number two, which BT tells me is something that could could end up being a... What's the best way to put this? An interesting experiment on the on the day. But I want to hear from you. I think 
I'm not going to fight tonight over playoff expansion. I'm trying to slot things this evening because if I have something to look forward to, you know, four hours is a sprint. It's not a sprint, y'all. It's a marathon. You got to pace yourself on the jog. You you got to make sure you're smart about things because if you don't, you can get to that hour four and you're having a conversation about. So who's uh who's on your Mount Rushmore of uh, starting quarterbacks? Perfect. We'll start with you. I mean, it's just you got to be smart. Got to pace yourself, and I'm, I've decided that I'm uh, I'm going Java tonight. So, allow me to spend a few moments introducing the crew to you. Uh, I say this a lot. I consider him my co-host whenever I sit in on this show. He is Chris Perfett. Chris, good morning. Do I say good morning yet? Good morning, uh, good afternoon, and good night. Oh, is that like from a TV show? No, or that's uh, that's uh, the Truman Show. Oh, that's what it was. That's yeah. right. Good move. Wonderful. Underrated. Movie. Uh, I never say BT's last name right, but uh, Brandon Trufa? Close? Yeah, that's it. Look Got at it. me! I've always kind of been afraid to say it on the air, so I thought, let's just approach this together as one. Uh, so uh, Brandon will be that voice you hear when you call 877-99 on Fox. And um, I, I will say, this is a first for me tonight. Nicope and I have never worked together. So this is either the start of a blossoming on-air friendship, or Nick is going to go home and say, I'm never working with that crazy person again. Nick, what's going on, man? How you doing on this evening, this Saturday evening? What's up, Chris? I think it's going to be the former to answer your question. I think Wait, this is going to be the... Uh, the first thing you oh, said, yeah, 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 yeah. the good, the good part. <laughs> hey, listen, don't, one thing don't you'll make find you remember out. what he just said. <laughs> first of all, I, I'm getting older. I'm getting up there in age, so I forget things very easily. Secondly, uh, my wife says this about me a lot, and, and it's true. I wear it as a badge of honor, Nick. I'm a simpleton. Uh, I, it, I, I'm not very smart, but I, I watch sports nonstop, so I backed into this. And number two, it's easy, right? I'm easy. It's like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know, pizza. What do you want to drink? I don't know, bush light. I mean, it, I'm, a, I'm a simpleton, so thank you for explaining it out. Um, now, let's go around the horn here real quick. Nick, you're a college football guy, right? Yes, I do a lot of work with UCLA. You actually would have been your guys would have been in the booth right next to ours at the Rose Bowl when oh. you guys came with Oklahoma a couple years ago. I do some stats and spotting nice. and a bunch of other broadcast work. So I was out at the Rose Bowl today with a couple, couple other friends. thousand people. <laughs> Dude, it was it was hot. Chip Kelly said that was the hottest game he's ever been a part of. I mean, Bowling Green guys, they must have had – 15 guys give or take go down with cramps and it, there was a point Gosh. in the third quarter every other play a guy was down with cramps it was it was pretty brutal uh you know what i i hate to dump on anyone like crowd wise and you see all the pictures and i i'm very grateful for those of you who uh post videos uh bubba progs among others it's like thanks tim burke it's like it's really cool because you get to see a lot of things but whenever it comes Nick to like S and all over everyone. It's like, oh, look at this pathetic crowd. I mean, some of it's embarrassing, right, for some schools. But, bro, we, we had people spontaneously combust in Norman today. You look at wait, – wait till next Saturday, okay? Next Saturday, Alabama and Texas play in Austin. Do you know what it's going to be like in Austin at halftime of that game? It's going to be like the – the center of the sun. It's going to be like the core of the earth. It's going to be ridiculously warm. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not here to make excuses, but, you know, warm, it, it could be problematic. Don't it's it's a, Especially if you're in one place with a crowd on concrete 
Like, I, I get people are like, yeah. oh, what about the passion for the game? Shouldn't what? you love the game? You should go. It's like, okay, that's cool. But also, it's 110. Like, there, no, there's, no, there's no argument in your favor when it is 110. We, uh, we, we, I don't want to get into, like, doing the Plank Show on my local affiliate, which, by the way, is an affiliate of Fox Sports Radio, so I don't know, Scott Shapiro, if that can be a tie-in or not. But we're going to have a fight on, on Monday, and probably it's going to permeate throughout the week, guys, because Oklahoma had a, had a sellout first game in the Brent Venables era, but literally the students left in the second quarter. And it was, no, no, no offense, Nick, but it looked like a UCLA football game in the, in the second quarter in the student section. The, the fans that usually get dogged for being like the Merlot sippers and those that don't get into it too much, uh, on the opposite side, they stayed, and it was pretty awesome to see. So, you know, if, if, if you're having issues with heat and you've got your elders and you've got your diehards, you're like, dang, I didn't hydrate right. I had too many of those Coronas or whatever. Uh, that's one thing. But whenever your students are bailing out, it might be a little bit problematic. But uh, crowds were great today. It was a fun day of college football. I've got all the highlights coming up to kick off hour number two. Or do we, do we say hour one? Profoundly? Anyway, I've got all the highlights coming up here at the top of next hour. If you missed any of the fun in college football today. And, yes, you guys are all over it on Twitter. Hit me up at Plank Show. Everybody could uh, and should uh, follow us at Fox Sports Radio. But a, a full day of college football to recap, to analyze, to overreact to, to overanalyze. And we start things off with what's trending. And my man, Nick Coe. Take it away, Nick. Thank you, Chris. Well, the week is not quite over yet. We still got one game going on on the islands. And Western Kentucky just scored a touchdown. 28-10 to 10 Hilltoppers over the Rainbow Warriors. That one's midway through the third quarter. And earlier, going final in the last 30 minutes, Oregon State over Boise State, 34-17. Washington over Kent State, 45-20. In the top 10, Alabama clobbered Utah State, 55-0. Bryce Young matched a Crimson Tide single-game record with six total touchdowns that was previously set by Tua Tungavailoa. Ohio State won the top five battle over Notre Dame, two versus five. Buckeyes winning 21 to 10. They shut out Notre Dame in the second half. Buckeyes wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba left the game with an injury, but Coach Ryan Day doesn't think it's too serious. Number three, Georgia, you mentioned it earlier, Chris, all over Oregon, 43, or excuse me, 49 to three in Atlanta. Number six, Texas A&M beat Sam Houston State, 31 zip. Number seven, Utah, the lone team in the top 10 to fall today against Florida, 29-26. Utah had goal to go in the final minute, but Utah quarterback Cam Rising was picked off in the end zone. Number eight, Michigan blows out Colorado State, 51-7. Number nine, Oklahoma gives coach Brent Venables his first win, 45-13 over UTEP. Number 10, Baylor crushes the Great Danes of Albany, 69-10. A couple others here as we expand into the top 15. Number 13, NC State, they needed some help late on the road against ECU. A missed PAT from the Pirates gives the Wolfpack a 21-20 win. And number 14, USC, big winners in Lincoln Riley's debut, 66-14 against Rice. And then one little tidbit outside of the actual games on the field, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey said he isn't confident the newly agreed-upon 12-team playoff will happen before 2026, which is when the current contract is set to expire. We will We'll have the 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame athletic director uh, meet next week to potentially 
see if they can implement that format early. In Major League Baseball, the Angels walked off the Astros 2-1 in 12 innings. Dodgers snapped a three-game losing streak with a 12-1 win over the Padres. Brewers picked up a game on the Phillies for the NL wildcard spot, the final wildcard spot. 8-6 win over the Diamondbacks for Milwaukee. They're two and a half back of Philly now. Mets pitcher Max Scherzer pulled himself from tonight's game after the fifth inning due to what he called fatigue on his left side. He expects to make his next start, though. And in the U.S. Open, Rafa Nadal and top-seeded woman Iga Swiatek advance with straight set victories. Chris, back to you. Good update. Great stuff, Nick. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I want to have the playoff conversation at some point tonight. I just it, – it's funny – so one of my friends that I cover college football with as we roll on straight out of Vegas said, oh, Oregon destroyed Georgia tonight. We shouldn't, we shouldn't expand the playoffs. I mean, we're really doing this now. We're using an opening weekend game of a 12-game season to try to make our case why the playoffs shouldn't be expanded. I mean, bro, you got like, what are we in, like year nine? But you've got like nine years of evidence that should show you that from results. You don't need to say week one. What are we doing? But I, I will add, I think this is great for college football. I do. I mean, we, we act like, let's do it here. We'll do it live. We act like, we act like every sport has this cornucopia of, of, of different champions and different contenders and that everyone is equal and has an equal shot to win a championship, and that our 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 title fights are diverse in the NFL and in the uh, in college football or in college basketball or in you know I I've never understood you get more football, you get more football and more meaningful football. Would you rather watch the Bahamas Bowl than a playoff game? Would you rather watch the Pole and Weed Eater Independence Bowl? than say an Ohio State hosting a college football game on campus, well, it's going to be the From same the- team all the time. It It is in every sport, and it has been. I mean, we finally broke through with, what, the, the Bengals and the Bills over the last few years, but holy smokes, man, with the Chiefs and the Patriots, that AFC championship run had been pretty one-sided. And the Patriots do have, what, six rings? So, I mean, the, the runs go back historically in the NBA. Lakers-Celtics, every, every era has it. Well, you know, the Knicks and the, and the, and the Bulls and then the, the, the Bulls and the Pistons. It's just we, we act like that every other sport is so magically diverse in all the different champions we get. Well, there isn't more than four good teams. Maybe right. You may be right. But in that same vein, I'd much rather see those teams playing towards a spot in a tournament for a championship than playing towards a spot in a bowl game that nobody's going to play in and nobody's going to watch. I mean, think about this. Ohio State, the Ohio State University, went what? 11-2 and last year? 11-2. and They went to the Rose Bowl. Half their guys sat out. The granddaddy of them all. Oh, have you seen the sunset? Half their, in half is being melodramatic, but you get my point. The stars, the Olaves, the Garrett Wilsons, I mean, they didn't play. And you're looking at a situation now where, yeah, Ohio State would make every single playoff, but that's what a good program does. 
Notre Dame would be in the mix all the time, but that's what a good program does. You're not going from 4 to 64. You're going from 4 to 12. And you're also in this in this world where everyone, for some reason, dogs on college football because the little guys never have an opportunity. Well, now you open the door to where six conferences, six, have a shot to make the playoffs. This egotistical, arrogant approach to sports. It has always been there, right? You'd never give the little guys a shot. UCF could have won a national championship. Blah, Tulane, uh, you, you, you ruined it. Never gave Boise State a shot. Well, now they're in the mix, and, and you want to complain about them getting that opportunity. My head explodes. I mean, I... I'm not sitting here trying to tell you it's suddenly going to be incredible games and it's suddenly going to be barn burners. That, that's not my point. My point is it increases access. It adds drama to the regular season. It adds. What if Ohio – there's going to be – Perfett and I were talking about this before we hit the air because I'm very passionate about this. There's going to be games where maybe here and there a team might feel like it's got a playoff bid pretty locked up. So they might do the same thing that your beloved NFL does and let a few guys get ready for the playoffs. Imagine that. Where's, where's your outrage in week 17 of the NFL? I mean, come on. I, I think it's great. One more football, more meaningful games in the postseason. Uh, home college football playoff games. Now, there is one thing that I disagree with. I don't think we should be playing quarterfinal games in Bulls. I don't think. I think quarterfinal games. I mean, because really, if you think about it, you get that bye if you're one, two, three, or four. But fifth seed gets home playoff game. Sixth seed gets home playoff game. Seven and eight do too. So might be one extra game. But think about that home playoff game. That'd be pretty awesome. I think we're hurtling to the era where there's not going to be bowls either. Maybe so. And like, I I don't know. Like the the one thing that's been sitting in my head because I go back and forth. On the playoffs, because yeah, there are non-competitive. Even right now, there's non-competitive playoff games where we have four, but right. that shouldn't be a reason to not keep expanding it. Especially if it means that you know the ACC champion this year was that championship was irrelevant. It, it would be relevant under a 12-team playoff, so it improves the championship weekend. Dude, that's a great as point. well as it does rivalry weekend because suddenly you have you know rivals ready to stomp out more hopes and dreams. You know what else that, it does? It also might slow this ridiculous rush that Oregon and Washington appear to be in the midst of and Stanford and Cal to get out of the Pac-12. It might save the Pac-12. Maybe. It'll, it'll definitely put them back in contention if you have a good, a good team and one, one loss won't completely tank the Pac-12. But also, too, like you, you well, mentioned... I just mean bowl- for the sake of the conference. Yeah, you mentioned the bowl season, though, and that's the one thing that these four team playoffs have done is make a lot of these bowls... Completely irrelevant. Nobody cares about a lot of these bowls anymore. But guess what? So let's just replace the bowl season at this point. You know, rip the Band-Aid off because we, we can't save it at this point. Nobody, like, if, if nobody's going to watch the Rose Bowl, if it's not a playoff game, if nobody's going to really care about you know, what that's even those second level of bowls, then just rip the Band-Aid off. The playoffs can help alleviate that. And we're replacing, like, as you say, it, we're replacing the Popeye's Bahamas Bowl with, with the playoff game. With, with, with the, yeah, with the quarterfinals. And, 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 and then two other things real quick, then we'll grab a break. Number one, yes, I get it. 
Again, you're going to see a lot of the same teams. You see a lot of the same teams in the playoffs in the NFL. You see a lot of the same teams in the NBA playoffs. It's called having a good culture. And there's going to be years where they hiccup. It's in every sport. <laughs> you find me a sport where there's not a team or two or maybe even three or four or five that's constantly finding themselves in the postseason. It, it's the reality of it. It's just it's sports. And then number two, it's going to be a little bit different because last year you had a new the, – the goal – and gosh, we're late. The goal for a program like Pitt is to make a, like a New Year Six Bowl. And they did it last year. And what happened? Their starting quarterback sat the game out. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You're, you finally get to where your program has not been in either A, a long time or ever, and your, your quarterback sits out. That ain't happening. I think this is great for college football. I think it's going to be awesome. I don't think it's going to happen before 2026, so we'll grinch and moan about it. But the future, at least in my opinion, is bright. And it probably stalls out a little bit of the begging to get into conferences because now you have a seat at the table. All right, when we come back, put a wrap on straight out of Vegas with a couple of nuggets from Vegas on day one of the first full Saturday of college football right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. To catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Straight Out of Vegas. In for Bertie Fratto, I'm Chris Plank. You guys are uh, crushing it already on Twitter. I'm at Plank Show. Uh, give us a follow. What am I saying? Don't follow me. I, I tweet about Stu. I was at a high school football game on Friday night. I couldn't get enough of it. I was tweeting. I was tweeting like some nostalgic 16-year-old. This is great. Take your kids to a high school football game. It's like, what am I doing? Got I, home. And- I might be nostalgic about <laughs> high school football, too. 
Dude, that's Chris Prophet, of course. Uh, BT, we're going we're gonna to try to open up the phone lines next hour. We'll see how it goes. And I'm really pumped to work with Nick Cope tonight. But I was sitting, uh, like, literally, we had a weather delay last night. My hometown team, the Washington Warriors, let's go, baby, 2-0. and And I was, um, my, my kids go to school there. So we, uh, small town in Oklahoma, very, very small town. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this. We had a little weather delay, but walking out, there's a little cool breeze. It's been about 986 degrees in Oklahoma, and, and it's like football in the fall. And even though it's hot, I'm, I'm getting all like, oh, gosh, this is great. This is awesome. This is so amazing. And so I put like a picture up on, on, on Twitter, or maybe it was a video, and literally one of the comments, uh, the, <laughs> I actually it wasn't a comment. It was someone in a DM, and it was like, really, dude? Really? High school football? I'm like, yeah, I, you're probably right. I'm Go to a high school game and all of a sudden on, I'm like that's so much lifeblood of this country though. <laughs> like I, I, I grew up in North Ohio, man. Like my love of football started when my friend was like on a conning tower and I was up there with him as he's filming J V for the coaches. Yes. Like you just yes. that's that's my memory of Friday evenings, man. Sun going I, down in Toledo like that. I, I, I love it though. I, I love that our start of, of the football weekend and and again, this isn't this isn't anything to try to make any declarative statements. Uh, involves so many really cool moments. But I do have to agree on Twitter. This is a very Arnie Spanier-like take. So I lay out the, the emotion of Friday night, you know, great games on Thursday night. Hell, Northwestern and Nebraska was fun. More on Nebraska later on in the show. If you go back to week zero, uh, there was a, a that backyard brawl, as I mentioned, on Thursday was good. Yeah, not really too many great games on Friday, but like I mentioned, I'm I'm out there chilling, deucing, watching high school football. Then I'm on the the sidelines and I'm and I'm covering my game today and I'm following every game that's going on. And you're just you're so excited that college football is back. But Paul hit me up on Twitter, and I think it's it's actually pretty true. I don't want to be that guy whenever you reference Whenever that sentence is being written, you are always going to be that guy. But that was an incredibly underwhelming week one of college football. So that's where I kind of snapped to a little bit, Wait, right? What? That, what? That, what? that Thursday night with, with Pitt and West Virginia, my Friday night nostalgia, kind of following things today. And that's when I realized, you know, we still have this. Every game's got to be a banger. Everyone's got to be a barn burner to make everyone happy. And, and again, Paul, I'm not picking on you by any stretch of the imagination. It also kind of sucks that the one that one of the games that had been hyped the most and talked about the most in Georgia and Oregon ends up being very lopsided. And apparently, that's the case study for why we shouldn't expand the college football playoffs. Jeez, people. But let's not take a week one dominating performance from Georgia and be in awe on what Georgia did. Let's try to help it fit into one of our really, really bad takes. But I digress. Um, I, I could nitpick, right, Paul, and, and, and everyone else. I could go find like 50 games. Like, what about this? What about that? But I get it. I completely understand. Ohio State Notre Dame was a little bit draggish at times. The 11 a.m. slate, I mean, unless you were all in on North Carolina and App State, which was fantastic, you had to dig a little bit. But I understand. I completely understand that. Um, but it's still back. And I'd much rather watch this than A, having to watch a replay of old games or B, anything else that would be crammed out of my throat during the non-college football season. All right, hour one of the books from straight out of Vegas to the Plank Show with the crew on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.